Yes. Who put 50 cents in James? <laughs> Welcome to Sissy the Pod, the Drag Race UK reaction podcast. My name is Keen. And I'm James. And we had a very emotional episode of Drag Race today. Oh, so many tears. So many tears. You need to get the Johnson and Johnson out. I, by the third set of tears, I was like, I am done. Yeah, no. Uh, but you know what I wasn't done with? What were you Our done? fabulous co-host, Miss Bunny O'Hare. She was amazing. She was. So insightful. So hilarious. So vulgar. But for, such a, for such a beautiful, beautiful queen, so vulgar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the dichotomy of her, you know, beauty versus her, her language. Oh, but absolutely hilarious. And also was able to give some, like, d- insider drag knowledge. Mm, exactly. Inside, yeah. Yeah, she's worked with some of the queens, so she kind of knows... She knows the she knows, inside track. She does. She knows, and she knows what she likes, and she knows what she does not like, and she does not lock, like compost used as contour. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah. So let's have a listen. This is episode two. Thank you, Bunny, for coming to talk to us. What was your, you know, first impression of the episode? Now you've just watched it. Thank you for having me. I can't believe I got to see it so quickly. I normally have to wait until like three or four days later until it's on Gay Torrents, and I can, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying for a subscription to some Wire Presents thing. Sorry, but it's not. I, do, I love it. What I was saying to you guys earlier that I love the fact that this feels like watching Drag Race from. back in the days when it was new and really exciting and because it feels like a whole brand new type of show and also it's more it's just funnier it Mm. is it is it's body and it's rude and it's the sort of humor that really goes down well with us (laughs) and it's not that overly knowing sense of humor where they're all trying to create a catchphrase right it, there's none of that they're just being funny for the sake of cracking each other up yeah yeah that's oh it's brilliant no, I agree. I think it's I think it's really funny, and it is capturing that magic of like season four, season five of yeah. Drag Race, going back into that kind of where it was just starting to kind of get hilarious. And because they're not going to win anything apart from a freaking badge. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that was the prize again. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I was like, come on. Yeah, the <laughs> chance to work in a car park in West Hollywood for three weeks. <laughs> All expenses paid. All expenses. I'll have you know. That's called bed and breakfast, love. <laughs> yeah. But um, since they get that, you know, they don't have anything to lose. Like I was telling you guys that um, last week I played and rewind and playing and rewind just the Vivienne going, whose gorgeous bin bag is this? It's just, <laughs> she's just hysterical. And it's, it's that thing of like, it doesn't matter. It, it's not meant to be funny. It's not trying to be, it's <laughs> just she, being funny. She had one of those moments in this show as well that like, who put 50 pence in Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> she's just so amazing good. at the one-liners. Oh, yeah. She's just like really <laughs> gets <laughs> I'm going to watch that again and again I'm, and again. I'm going to be saying that anytime any of my friends start kicking off about anything, that's going to be oh, saying Who put 50 cent in Keen? Yeah. No, it was such, such a good moment. She's such good one-liners and they're so succinct and they just get right to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the episode starts off with the old mirror moment. Vinegar is sort of wiping away... Um, Kathy Kendall's lipstick Oh message. pretty like Unrepented of as well Very much like Bitch gotta go And I was like I uh, know uh, she had to go She did <laughs> have to go But I I didn't think It was that unrepented I felt as a group They were kind of like Oh she tried her best I think they were all Quite kind hearted Rather than the American one They're because like they're, Fuck you yeah, bitch Because they just You know It's episode one So they have yeah. to be nice To everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happens In the US though So I think that's That's a yeah. difference But you see in the US They're all trying too hard They're all mm. vying For TV time And they're all Yeah they're all producing their own show yeah. and they're all trying to do their own storyline. Yeah. Whereas here, they're all going, 
she went. She said her name three times and then she went. <laughs> but that, there was a, there's a couple of little references to rape this as well to the American one. And, and uh, her, in her mirror message, she had like referred to herself as the pork chop of, of UK. Yeah. And even then her entrance, her exit had sort of been a riff on the Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie mm. thing. So there is obviously just those younger queens who were very influenced by us drag race and then you've got your older ones who are more and like, we can see cheryl hole doing that american narrative of you know being over the top and trying to get her own catchphrases with the tongue pops and the winking to camera oh. and stuff like that as well i actually really like her little wink i think she looks like a spitting image dummy I, when she's out of drag she's such like uh like chipmunk yeah. cheeks. <laughs> it's like you could have a whole burger up there in there and like, mm. yeah. she is very funny Oh, she, no, I do yeah. like she her, is though. very funny yeah. I do like her and I love her silly teeth I don't know if they're oh, meant God, to be yeah. silly teeth but her silly <laughs> teeth are fabulous <laughs> I love anyone whose teeth are trying to eat your head from the inside <laughs> out that's just so we don't have a mini challenge we just have like a mini game I think because there's nothing to win so they were like we'll just play a game and we won't let anybody win it and we're getting to see the Brit crew quite a lot they're yeah. like they were in last week they're making a big deal about the Brit crew <laughs> You know, there's different pro- ones this year. There's probably year, employment unions up in BBC going, like, these people were hired. They uh, It's not a zero-hour contract. They need a certain <laughs> amount of hours a week of employment. So, yeah, they'll probably be around for a while. And that yeah. pit crew, the, the, the white guy appears later on in the in the play as well. And, and um, the black guy, he was on the couch as well. Both of them do. Both so. of them do, yeah. They both get two gigs. <laughs> That's good. What do we think of the game, the ranking your competitors from highest to lowest? That was the evil. It was. It was very funny, though. It was very, very funny. (laughs) Would we agree with Vivian's judgment? Yes, because, and this is the thing, she didn't rank people. She didn't take, if if you look at it, the look queens all were at the bottom and the comedy queens were all at the top. Yeah, personality, performance. Yeah. She put Vinegar at the top, then Baguette, but then Crystal. She put Crystal third. She's a look queen. Then Davina, Something Wong, Blue, Cheryl, Scaredy. I was I was surprised by how high she put, she put Crystal actually. No, mm. I just completely forgot about Crystal's existence. <laughs> we do this. Yeah, we did that last. This week. is becoming a theme because last week we entirely forgot about both of her runway looks <laughs> and her entrance look. <laughs> so yeah. No. Uh, so with the with the exception of Crystal, we're happy with Vinegar Baga Davina. I, no, no, no. I I, I don't know. May, may, I mean, I'm judging purely and just watching one episode last week. I just didn't understand why she. Well, obviously, she knows Vinegar from outside of the competition. What I saw last week, I was like, why is she putting her first? And even in the performance, it's like she's just, like she wasn't as funny or as like quick as some of the other ones. I thought Davina should have been ahead of Vinegar. Is my my main thing because I think Davina's brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, the, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I did think Vinegar was kind of high, but Vivian was kind of saying that she's like, I know you're bottom, but there's just something about you that kind of intimidates her, I think. Yeah, I think. Also, maybe she was trying to spook her right a little bit. Yeah. Probably to wind Cheryl up, maybe. As well. Yeah. <laughs> which, is why, which is why she put her at the bottom. I wouldn't have put her, you know, below some of the other queens as well. But then it was an interesting twist that having Vivian, uh, who is the top, and Scaredy at the bottom, then being the team leaders. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of a, that that they've, that sort of drag racing where they want to pit people against each other. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was I, I I was sort of felt sorry for poor Scaredy Cat because I think that she obviously is a bit you know she was new to it. This is her first time performing and having to put put the pressure of you know being a leader. She carried it off quite well though. She yeah. had that confidence, that overconfidence that sort of young people have. <laughs> Well, I don't have any more. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> um, no, I think she's realistic that she's like, I've never done a drag show before, so of course I'm going to be at the end. Like, I wouldn't cause it confidence. It's just, you know, 
awareness of, of your talent and ability not talent but like ability or, and how the others would see you I guess I think as well they were setting up something wrong from the beginning of this just in the talking heads for being sort of like there's, there was a storyline coming out of like going to perform kind of poorly a bit sort of you know sympathetic mm-hmm. edit talking about um, kind of being on a team with such strong performers the need to kind of match them um, and I, it, I'm really warming to, to him I think he's I think he's just lovely I think he just seems he comes off as such a lovely person something something oh, yeah. yeah no 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 she made a really good impression in the first week she was yeah. one of the best yeah and she did no she did shite this week yeah but you know she had a good first week and isn't that great <laughs> yeah. and her like her confessional bits are all very genuine and, and sort of funny and knowing and kind of you want to you want to get to know her <laughs> I think I think they're all in the, it it's one of the things about this version of it is that they all come across as fairly genuine. They're not... It, it gets actually painful. The first six episodes of any of the recent series of Drag Race, it's painful to watch when they're all doing their whole talking to camera stuff because it's so... They're producing it themselves. Yeah. Whereas, you know, even what they were saying about later on the episode about Cheryl not being herself, she then five seconds later was right. Right. Okay. And kind of just took it yeah. and then basically said, right. Okay. You know, they're not, they're not in the same game as the Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah there's a more authentic, there's more, they're more authentic overall, like as a whole We're group. just a better people. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and to be fair, you can tell RuPaul is having a really terrific time over here. So he's obviously realized that as well. He seems more alive and full of energy with everything he's doing. Money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Money and prestige, two things. But they have this like Power Ranger moment, they say, when they're all kind of hanging around the, the workroom table at the start. And I kind of noticed it was a different mentality. And you see it in like comparisons of like Big Brother and other sort of shows that are there and here that, you know, the US queens are competing against each other. The UK queens are competing ultimate against the, the system, I felt. Ultimate example of that is have you ever watched the British Bake Off in America, that when they did it, they were doing it for like each week you'd win $10,000 and you'd win an overall prize of a million dollars. And they were like, they were nearly like throwing each other's flans in the bin. (laughs) Like it was cutthroat and there was music in the background (laughs) and everything. And like their version of Mel and Sue were just maniacal evil lesbians. It was just (laughs) terrible. And Paul Hollywood had an affair with the other female judge and ended up breaking up his wedding. And that's why he's a terrible man. That's who he had the affair with. I knew it was like some 26 year old. Terrible man. Absolutely terrible, terrible polar bear of a man that (laughs) I would run away with, but terrible man. Piercing blue eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> he does have that sugar daddy vibe. Oh, he, yeah, he really does. He's, he's like very the... sexy Captain Bird's eye. Um, <laughs> but um... but I did get sort of get that fit, that that sense that they're like we're competing against the system. Do you know, sort of way with with this show. And I thought that was interesting. Also, genuinely, people the people have this misconception that drag queens are competitive. We're actually not. Working queens are not competitive. Mm. Drag queens starting out are a lot more competitive nowadays and I noticed that but the queens that are you know have their gigs and are working it's not within there you know if any of any of the queens in the Dublin scene were to find out oh you know somebody's doing this song the other queens wouldn't touch it there'd be yeah. a, a bit of a race if some if everyone likes the same song at the same time to get in and do it first there might that might happen sometimes but nobody's going to step on other people's toes mm. because it's just a respect thing because you know that down the line 
you it'll know, come back around. It'll come back around, and everyone does drag favors for each other. And yeah. th- there isn't that competitiveness. I think to get into it, though, there is. Yeah, and you were saying like some of the younger queens as well. I suppose they're coming into it with a, a drag race mentality, maybe where this yeah. is like there's a certain number of gigs you need to be uh-huh. really like you need to be cutthroat to get. It, but you don't realize that actually the trick is to just be nice. The trick is to just be just be genuine, and then yeah. people can get to know you. And then once you're friends with everyone then people are going to book their friends because the reality of it is the drag show is 10 percent of the night that that drag we do a shift if you think about it there's the whole getting ready then there's the doing the show then there's the doing the rest of the night and then there's the getting out of drag it's the same hours as doing a day shift or a night shift somewhere and so you're spending a hundred percent of that shift with someone but you're doing a few numbers on stage so what the audience sees is you know, the 10%. And so it has to be somebody that you would want to do a shift with mm-hmm. if you get the choice of who to book. So yeah. that's that's the thing that they just need to remember. Yeah, and that's what you're seeing, I suppose, with, say, like, Baga and and uh, Vivian, who obviously get on really well, and you can see them cackling away together, and they obviously work together. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that they're nice. You can tell that you'd have a great night out with them. You really could. That yeah. would be so much fun. Is there anybody on the cast that you wouldn't go for a pint with? Yes, Oh God, scaredy cat! Because <laughs> he wouldn't get served. He would not get served. She's we fetal. She's actually fetal. I, I don't actually know that there is anyone. I think Crystal, I probably wouldn't go for a pint with. Out of the remaining queens, I think I'd have a pint with all of them. Okay. okay. Well, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> pint of water. Um, What's water? Is it a mixer of some kind? <laughs> yeah, you, you can get you can get a fizzy and put vodka in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so sorry where did we go from there so then, yeah so then the, the teams so Scaredy chose Davina Cheryl Blue Crystal and then Vivian chose Vinegar and Baga and something wrong so it was Crystal who was last no Crystal was last picked was yes she, she was yeah. surprised by that um, no, I mean, I think that there's such a strong cast for any kind of a ch- like this is obviously going to be an acting challenge. There's such a strong kind of personalities there that people are going to be like racing to pick the bigger characters. So it's not surprising that you got left with, say, Crystal, Crystal, Blue Hadranja and something Wong at the end. Mm. And then I suppose Crystal does seem by the fact that we've all forgotten her multiple times. Yeah. Like maybe the. I'd even written it down last and I still was like, was she I'm forgetting her right her? now as we're talking. <laughs> yeah. <about it. laughs> You're, you're probably going to have to work with her, so. <laughs> no, I'm never you might have already. You probably. I'm <laughs> never going to have to work with her. <laughs> I can guarantee that. <laughs> You've such a look on your face. I want to know what, what you're thinking right now. I'm like, now I'm wondering if there's a backstory that we don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I can just guarantee that I'm never going to be booked anywhere. Near <laughs> crystal adjacent. So. We we get to see some of the 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 takes in the acting scene. I don't know if we got a lot out of it. I, like I think that's a bit of a time filler or a bit. Like we get to see people do really well, like Baga, and we see people floundering, like something wrong and blue. Well, do you know what though? At least something wrong went all out. Yeah. Hmm. At least she went O T T, and that was it was quite funny with the whole sorry. 
when she changed her voice, it was like, sorry, in her actress voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm only shot from the left and then turned around. Mm. At least she went OTD and was as much over the top. There, there were some of them in it that were just too subtle. Yeah. I didn't think she was that bad in the end, to be fair. No, when, no. when you when you saw it in the end, she came off quite well. Um, and you're right. And I think even when she, when Rue came over and was doing the workroom walk around asking about it and, and she was oh, like, yeah. yeah, I recognize these guys are much bigger personalities. You know, I need to just bring it as much as I can. And then she obviously went out and did that. Yeah. And can't help the fact that she was in a group that was super strong. Because Baga was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen on Drag Race. Yeah, she's just, Well, this is the thing. She is just hysterical. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, she seems like something that, like, that's what she's like all the time. Have you, yeah. have you ever seen Baga's act? No, no, never. So if you go to see Baga in a pub, her theme song is, we're having a gangbang, we're having a ball. We're having a gangbang <laughs> against the wall. Like, yeah. it sings that. That's her theme song. Yeah. Like, and that's how you know what the evening's going to be. Yeah. She is so much fun. Yeah. She's that. And genuine. Yeah. And is she that, like, off stage as well? Yeah, that's what I guess. I feel it's like somebody who's like, yeah. she's like that 100% of the time. Yeah. I, she's even like that when she's sleeping. Have you, have you never been, uh, seen her in Drag Queens of London? No. You know, you should, it was a reality TV show from no. a while, a few oh years ago, a few years ago. And it's her and uh, Lady Lloyd. And they were in a, right a girl there. group together. And um, she, she, she would always miss gigs and be late for their rehearsals <laughs> and everything. And she'd be like... I had to do a gig in Liverpool. I'm sorry. I have to pay my rent. I have to do my gigs. I can't come and rehearse with you. I have to pay my rent. I don't want to end up like everyone else in Birmingham on crack. <laughs> She's brilliant, you know. She, yeah, she seems absolutely hilarious. I really want to see her now. I think she, she, she seems so funny. I just have written beside her name. Much better. Yeah. Well, no, if they have any sense at all, like if I was a promoter, I would be booking the Vivian and Bagot to come and do double act stuff, and oh, I'd yeah. be giving them a World of Wonder weekly oh, yeah. show. I would because oh, like a Tootin' Boots sort of thing. They're funny as hell. Yeah. yeah, both of them individually, but together they're just funny. I I think that Bagot's character reminded me of something kind of from the League of Gentlemen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> or have you ever seen uh, the Victoria Wood sketch with Julie Walters, the two soups? No. Okay, look it up on YouTube. It's, it's, I'm getting a homework it's, list of this. It, is, it, it's, it's, it goes down as one of the funniest sketches of all time. Everyone always votes it. But it's Julie Walters is playing this um, waitress in a restaurant and there's these two people that have to catch a train. And so they just go, oh, what, what's quick, what's quick? We'll get two soups. And she's got a hearing aid and she's got arthritis and she keeps coming in and she keeps forgetting what they ordered. And then by the time she's like brought the soups over to them, she's shaking it out of the hand and it's all falling on the carpet, gives it to them, looks at it and goes, oh, you must have been quite peckish. And it just... <laughs> but it's it's the funny... I won't even tell you the punchline of it, but it's brilliant. Just look up two soups. But it's, okay. It's one of, okay, okay, well, she ju- that's exactly who she's doing in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So let's just jump to the overall, like the final product. What, what was your thoughts of? Uh, I think that the first one was, the first one was was really good all round. I thought the second one that Davina just carried that so mm. much. Like she was, she was so funny as that Mrs. Moo or, or whatever the character's name was. That's brilliant. Yeah. No, she was really good. Every every say with the first one for a bit. I actually thought was disappointed by Vinegar. Oh she yeah, didn't have a big role, but I was like, here, you know, this is Vinegar. She's a drag tour. This is her now. She's going to really bring something to the role. And I thought the Vivian outshone her hands down. I thought also she changed her face again, which is really, really good. Yeah. And I just felt 
the yeah. actor was outacted by the non-actors M- makeup wise um and god help me if i was to try and do my own makeup i, I don't know what it looks like. i feel i feel terrible ma- making casting any sort of aspersions on other person's skills but she doesn't seem to do a lot vinegar to her face. Yeah, she doesn't. So we were saying as we watched her getting, like you were saying. I didn't say anything. anything. <laughs> I wasn't looking at you, I was looking at James. Did not say a thing, but <laughs> we did notice that everybody in the uh, dressing room were having their deep and meaningful conversations. And by the time, you know, everyone else was halfway ready, had eyebrows, eyeliner, lipstick, lashes, and had tucked their dick away, she had still was there in her jumper yeah. having a deep and meaningful conversation. <laughs> hadn't even shaved yet. So yeah, I was just pointing out, I actually didn't think something wrong was that bad. I thought I was getting kind of like Miss Piggy vibes off her. This sort of like <laughs> real sort of bright, radiant face. Like, and I went with her Mariah Carey character. Like, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't as bad as I felt the edit was leading it up to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. They, they felt it felt the whole the whole episode felt as if it was leading towards something wrong being in the bottom two, hmm. and then and then it didn't. Well, when we saw Blue Hydrangea come out and was like, oh, I'm just in my head and forget the lines repeatedly, and she had one sort of moment to camera that I was she like didn't do half as bad though in it as um, other people there were other people that couldn't remember a word of it and then they, they spent like five minutes on bag of chips not being able to remember her bit yeah but that yeah. was hysterical with the whole <laughs> she just thought she just <laughs> thought Michelle was telling her she was doing well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually thought the bit we didn't see Blue do in the rehearsal was quite good when she was just her and Davina at the end and she pulled the poison out between her legs. Yeah. So that was her best moment on camera. And she did a very good, she was doing, uh, like, did anyone else, I thought she was doing Deirdre Barlow's voice. Wait, at, uh, oh, when she like when she when she dropped the kind of sort of like no 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 that was when she was doing her Phil Mitchell voice. Yeah, that, that's how I thought like Danny <laughs> Dyer was, no, was towards the end. Well, yeah, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dyer via Phil Mitchell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no that was Deirdre Barlow when she was doing her maid it was like you okay know, yeah yeah that's it I brought you in your things <laughs> yeah. yeah I have no idea who Deirdre Barlow is so I don't watch the soaps oh you see now now that, you've said, now that you've actually done now I'm connecting that Deirdre Barlow oh, Trace. She, was, she was married to Ken <laughs> she was put in prison but she didn't do it <laughs> That's a really, really good Deirdre That's Barlow. Is, yeah. That's <laughs> the Deirdre Barlow that Blue should have done. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sna- potential Snatch Game, you know. <laughs> Deirdre Barlow is one of the ultimate people to do on Snatch Game. Oh, yeah. She's, even though you have not heard of her, she's one of the most recognised people heard, in I've heard the name, TV. I just couldn't pick her face out. Um, out of those characters, who would you choose to do? Mm. If you had a choice. Oh, yeah. Um, in the acting scene. Oh, no, you'd want to be... Uh, Either of the two maids, either of uh, either the Davinas or, or Bagas. Uh, Davinas or Bagas. Yeah. They're the two best parts. Yeah. You get all the funny lines and you get to do all the slap, slapstick stuff. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you get a good fall as well. Uh, well, the slap, the person gets slapped gets the fall. Yeah, but if you're wise, you can do a fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she fell. Notice Bagger fell. She got a funny fall on the yeah. rug as well. <laughs> yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah, get yourself okay. a fall. Get yourself a good slap scene. Yeah, and that's what Graham said as well about Scaredy Cat. If you can't even vomit in a funny way, you're just no. Yeah. yeah wow. Poor little Scaredy Cat. How do we think Downton Draggy pairs up to an American equivalent of, of that challenge? Much better. I find those acting challenges can often be painful to watch. Yeah. If you get a lot of... If, if, a, if a season is heavy in look queens, 
those acting challenges like I think back what was the one they did like Drag World the like cowboy oh, Bre- one Breast World Breast that World that was West World yeah and, oh god and it's just like a lot of wooden people standing with spectacular wigs and makeup and, and there's always one person that says that they're an actress and they have a degree in acting <laughs> and then they're like god I can't get my I can't remember line sorry line I'm trying to find my character and you're like fuck up love just fuck up <laughs> yeah, there always is that person who comes in like listing their pedigree and then they're like that's why I can't that's why I could never apply to be on this TV because I would literally be beside them going fuck off find <laughs> your fucking neck in love you're a fucking bloke I thought it was better than the US one but I don't think it was as, as good as I thought it could have been but I think I should I should lower my standards because it is still drag race and it is still really hammy and stuff like that so. mm-hmm. but no th- but hammy is better like yeah. you know there's nothing better than it. sometimes well, there's nothing better than like... bad acting <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is true and I did like the themes in this one because the first one had that sort of the favourite kind of tied into Downton Abbey with the sort of you know gay queen and so that's what I, I wasn't even that. watching to find a storyline yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really confused by what the storylines were meant to be yeah, and well, the second, like, second one I was very confused <laughs> the first one I followed a better because I think the acting was better well, that's it. It was a stronger group. They yeah. brought more more pathos to the to the to the character. Like, okay, why was Mariah Carey there? Okay, we don't know. But like, I got her references and stuff. So that was um, okay, so then on to the runway. It was Bond Girl team. Did they have to? Did they say they had to pick names for the runway? They had to pick their drag names because I don't. I didn't hear that, but I really enjoyed all the. the yeah, no, the, no, no. The, but the, they normally do that. They normally have that. They, they have to either do their little talk over of. Mm. I'm walking in this direction and I'm feeling fantastic and I have two legs and I'm moving them one in front of the other and this looks fierce. You normally hear that shite. Yes. But instead they had to pick their their names and that yeah. was much better for me because I couldn't have to listen to their voices <laughs> describing, I'm wearing a jumpsuit, go me. Yeah. Um, so first first up was the Vivian. Who's a 10. She's just a 10. She, 10 out of 10. Uh, absolutely gorgeous jumpsuit. Serena Shart, which was just perfect. Yeah. She is perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's just such a her makeup Grace is amazing. Jones inspired like she... <laughs> so I'm still laughing and she commands like one way when she's walking so around she's in charge of the room she, she really is, is. she's yeah, in she... charge of the whole thing she's do you know what she's the Bianca she is, yeah, she is I feel the she's Bianca, Bianca she's the Bianca but she has more than one silhouette <laughs> which is good too uh, something one comes in with a similar like she's doing also the kind of Grace Jones hood yeah but it's more but like Amber Rose it, yeah, it's, it's still kind of, cool though I don't mind yeah. it she does it, look cool it's a bit more Geordie Shore meets Bond girl than... but she looks cool I love the fact she wasn't wearing a wig I thought that was really yeah. funny. I do think yeah. she's kind of looked she looked like she's been like a friend's asked her to hold her coat though because I don't understand the, yeah, the that's fur. not her coat that's the rug that <laughs> her and Blue were having kid. a deep yeah. and meaningful conversation oh my god on. it is it is the rug <laughs> that's the rug <laughs> and she, Next up was Vinegar Strokes. Oh. This underwhelmed me again. I thought this was executive realness that she just copied. But for a ten-minute makeup, she did quite well. I, and again with the like the unnecessary bit of fur dangling around. I don't know. Um, just, I was saying that I think she looks very handsome as a boy. Yeah. Is, is that supposed to be like a weapon? That sort of red. The weapon or those eyebrows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But she, she looks like she's on her way to an interview with Lord Sugar. Oh, now this bag of chips. It makes Manana. no sense. <laughs> Liza was never a Bond girl. It makes no sense. She had this outfit. 
No, you I, see, yeah, she had a fertilizer and she then she camped she, it up because she it, looks amazing. And where do you see there's going to be like a Hollywood Legends challenge and she's <laughs> yeah, going to really right. regret doing it? <laughs> but she had this outfit and she decided to wear it and it looks amazing. And she's a star because, because she's she's doing Nick Knack, who's like the small guy for James Bond, but then also Odd Job with the bowler hat. Yeah. So it's also the reference they're in with there, that, but it's more dry. Very good. <laughs> Maybe you should have watched Carnation Street more and <laughs> not <laughs> Bond. And then there was double O dipshit Cheryl Hole. <laughs> sort of a, a, a sparkly. Two, was this our first reveal? Two ill-fitting um, outfits, I would say. Um, the her dresses... teeth don't fit. Her hair doesn't fit. That swimming costume doesn't. Yeah, fit. the swimsuit wasn't great. She just stuck a garter and a gun at the side of it. And even <laughs> Graham Norton read her because she was like, you know, what is this in my hand? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, Crystal's out next, and I really, really like this. This has really made Crystal go up my expecta- uh, expectations. Yeah. I actually remembered it, which is a good thing for Crystal. Yeah. I do. I like the eyebrows. I think they're really creative, and I love the the hair piece thing. So yeah, the orange jacket, she the kimono thing she chose there, and then it's just like bondage. So I loved when um, she was like, "I actually made this yourself," and you're like, "Yeah, we believe that you made this yourself." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, why is she going for the hairy armpits, do we think? Well, isn't she that kind of gender fuck drag where she kind of has the hairy chest and the hairy armpits and all that? Yeah. She's interested. And now, Scaredy Cat and her Kitty Rouge, I thought was shite. <laughs> um, I, I didn't get it. Um, it was, it's a bit sort of... It has the, like the high socks and low skirt of like a Japanese schoolgirl. Well, I, like, I was saying earlier, like, you know all that was going through my head was oh for god's sake she's going to be boiling there in that bomber jacket <laughs> and she's wearing a big woolly jumper under it as well like underneath the she's the, layers she yeah. has layers and Maisie Williams was living for it and I was like, but, no. but I think Maisie Williams was looking at it as something she would wear in not fairness wear. look at Maisie Williams eyebrows they're two of the same people <laughs> and then there's Davina DeCampo Paris Edemol it's fab uh, this was amazing fab. it was like proper kind of Bond girl femme yeah, fatale it was. it was and she's performing uh, yes she came yeah. on as a villain and did a whole villainy thing oh yeah no, I love the eye patch as well very Gabrielle <laughs> very Gabrielle <laughs> she'll rise again <laughs> I did agree though that daggers could have been bigger they could have made a bigger impact with the with the knives like, can't, I can't yeah. actually see them and you know she probably already had that because every single drag queen at some point has had to do a gig when they have a sty <laughs> they have had to do a Gabrielle number because they're like I need to do this gig I just need the money <laughs> we've all been there Blue Hydrangea that was last up and after her looks yesterday I think I was a bit disappointed no yesterday last week I was a bit disappointed oh no she looks amazing I, I do think this is fantastic although I think it's more for like a total recall challenge than it is for she's unlucky as well that Evie Oddly did the three boobs in season 12 which would have aired while she oh, was doing this yes so she wouldn't have known which I think she's unfortunate that like yeah. back to back seasons we have three boobs mm, treble boobs yeah um, I do love the the head pe- the hat the head mm. piece I don't know what it is. It's it's very shape of water. I'm getting off the off the you know the the sort of mermaid man lizard man. Yes, um, that's the sort of headpiece I'm getting with it. Don't think it really goes with the sort of leather asses chaps things and the. As a proper homosexual, <laughs> everything goes with leather. Asses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I did like I I liked the the overall outfit for that, but I thought it was more of a uh, it was more of a um, kind of futuristic <laughs> I was just watching Vivian being Maggie Smith there she's just funny just being <laughs> she didn't do anything she's just funny
funny. Her face is amazing. Oh, she's just a fucking fucker. <laughs> yeah. So, runway then, who... <laughs> put 50 <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you tooting and who are you cruising so James after that runway? Um, overall, I for my, my, my favourite looks would have been Davina and Baga. Uh, I think that Davina's was the best, but I thought Baga was so funny and just really um kind of performed uh, in terms of who I wasn't mad on. Scaredy Cat I didn't think was great and no. I think Cheryl Hole wasn't wasn't great. Actually Vinegar Strokes wasn't great. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I feel I've given her a chance now, Vinegar, and she's disappointed me. This should have been her challenge. She was a director. She let me down. Yeah. Mm. Do you agree? Who else? I, I put Vivian up there as my top boot. Like, oh. I loved that run. That run top boot? Top sh- uh, toot. toot. Oh, right. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She was a 10. I, I, the ones that looked the most like villains from a Bond film, which was yeah. the challenge. Well, it was, it was Bond girl, not villain. Well, I think they took the more interesting approach by going with villains. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, do something Disney. If you don't do a Disney villain, you're just <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, it is a Davina and the Vivienne. They, are, they both look like they could be in a Bond film. Mm. Blue Light looks amazing, but it doesn't look like a, you, it, it looks like a have sci-fi a tri- thing. It doesn't yeah. look like a Bond thing. You might have somebody called triple-breasted Selma or whatever in a Bond movie, but she wouldn't have anyone actual three boots. No, but she, like, she does look unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. A load of them look really, really good, but the ones that fit the brief the best and look Bondy are those two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Crystal's too bondage, not Bond. You know, sort of way. Like, you, you wouldn't get somebody uh, dominatrix like that in a Bond movie. You could see Crystal and uh, Blue Hydrangea being in the same film, whatever that film is. Yeah. Also, how many dominatrixes have a peach coat? <laughs> it's just her house coat when she has to run it's over. Her coat. It's just gone. <laughs> Do you know what? When you are about to flog the living shite out of somebody with your smacking paddle, put on the peach coat. You go, Do you know what? I would love a milk right now. I better run down to spar. <laughs> Maybe like, yeah, I wonder how many subs want a peach coat yeah. to go, you know, with their domination. <laughs> Cup of tea, dear, before I smack a living shite out of you. <laughs> I'm just going to run down, do my messages. I'll put on this peach house coat. Yeah, you think like a trench coat would be better. That that's kind of you know uh, you throw it off and it's a dominatrix. I think the the gorgeous bin bag from the Vivian the week before. <laughs> <laughs> so they have their critiques. Um, team Vivian win. I th- I'm I would agree with that. Yeah, no, answer. definitely they they were they were much the better. They're sent off on talk. Then there's critiques with the rest of them. How do we find Graham Norton and Maisie Williams as judges? I thought that Alan Carr last week was his. Hysterical. He was so funny. He is so funny, mm. and and that 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 Graham Norton had like a, would have had a job to do coming in and and doing the same as that. And they've got very different energies. I like yeah. him. I, I love Graham Norton. He's very funny, but I just think Alan Carr is was an inspired choice as as the rotating I, I, judge. I, I don't I don't like Alan Carr. I don't like Graham Norton. I love them both. Yeah, mm. and so you know. Yeah, they're both brilliant people, but yeah. I, what was it? It was when Graham, when his reaction face, Alan Carr's reaction face to when Michelle was talking about the Vivian's nose last week. I have watched that. I don't even know how many times yeah. I've watched it. And he can just do so much with his face, just without even saying anything. Mm. 
Um, but I know I thought that Graham Norton was really funny, it's and he's so dry Cheryl and Rachel. teeth. I think <laughs> I think Graham Norton is more insightful. Like I think yeah. Alan has these wonderful one-liners. He's so funny. He's like that comparison to of get the gothic end. I'll go into Regency Park Zoo and come back to the girls and go and rare. Like, that was so so good and so on the money. Uh, but like I, you're not going to get that from Graham. That's not what he's offering. Yeah, to, yeah, so, yeah. He actually gives quite practical and insightful advice. Yeah. Um, but then it's also funny. So I quite like, yeah. quite liked him. Maisie didn't get much airtime. Like Andrew Garfield got more time airtime than Maisie Williams. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She didn't, she didn't say a huge amount, did she? But she probably yeah. tried to be diplomatic and nice. Oh, yeah. which and is a big that. mistake to do when yeah. you do. Mm. You want to get on there and just be horrible because the drag queens will understand if you're being hor- like if you're being horrible to them. It's you know it's it's all part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought that Davina's reaction to her critique was a bit odd kind of the because it was basically her critique was you did great essentially it was you 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 shouldn't even be on that stage right now you looked amazing you were brilliant in the performance what did you think of it? (laughs) (laughs) no but she clearly needed because she's obviously wanted to get on and obviously wanted to do this but she clearly has been waiting in her head for that validation yeah from that situation to be in front of judges on drag race and be told she did a great job yeah and then it hit her but i thought she was yeah. crying because she thought she could have done better little latin boy in drag why are you crying <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what film that's from you really really should not be listening to this show the uh how do you agree with the other comments um, yeah, I, I felt they were all pretty fair. Uh, I thought that Scaredy Cass was obviously... I, I thought Cheryl got a harder time than she deserved in the way because the... Um... Get a swimsuit to Fitch then. <laughs> they, I didn't think she was that bad in the, in yeah. the performance. No, she was fine. Yeah, no, was, she, she, was, she didn't she do a bad job Fine at all. is exactly the word. So I didn't think she deserved yeah. that much to be read. And apparently, like, apparently she's amazing. Yeah. If I, you watch all her YouTube videos, she's... Fabulous. I, I I sort of would have I wouldn't have minded if she had lip sync tonight because I would have liked to see yeah. her lip sync because I, I hear that that's kind of her like thing like that's mm. what she is. Though I'm, I'm assuming they're either saving her for a win or a lip sync when they have Cheryl Cole on as a judge because that they have to come face to face. Oh my god! What well, isn't Nadine a judge? No, Cheryl. we have Cheryl. Although Nadine as a judge would be amazing. Oh my god! Imagine if Nadine was a judge. I'm just going into a happy place in my head. You must have took Ayers and Ayers. Just sit here and I'm living with Lucy Ayers and Ayers. You, you did very well. <laughs> There'd be subtitles. There would be subtitles. There would be, yeah. Oh my God. Um, There'd be an announcement halfway through from the IRA. Do you think Blue, if she gets the Snatch Game, would do Nadine Coyle? Because there's reference to her in episode one where she's asking... Uh, that would Vivian. be a really smart call. Mm. I don't know... Nobody, nobody knows who she did. Nobody knows who any of them did. Yeah. Um, but that would be a but, but, really but, smart call. I think so too. She, I think she should I, stick I, with the accent. See, don't, I don't, I don't but know. Her accent was good. She did a good. Yeah. yeah. Deirdre Deirdre Bell. I didn't do her. <laughs> Danny Dyer as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was, see, I was, I, I never am sure if Nadine Coyle has the same translation in the UK as she does here because here she's beloved. But they don't. Is, they don't have that that pop stars moment. The, the like the the making me a Gemini. Like they don't have that in it's the UK. It's not about that. It's about Linda Martin in that awful Paco jumper next to her going. 
you wouldn't lie to me now, no, you wouldn't lie to me because I feel that we've really built up a bond. She goes, no, 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 not at all. I remember watching that at home going, that wee girl deserves to be a star for lying to Linda Martin. I just she remember, to be famous. remember it was like cut to her and it was like, you know, the producer going, well, do you not know I mean whatever year she said? And then it was like, <gasps> And then it was cut on her face and her face froze and it was there for like three seconds and it was like there was just the shadiest Star. editing ever. That showbiz. Yeah. yeah. You do what you need to do. You line the dicks up on the fucking washing line <laughs> and you just do what you need to do to get into show business. Um, so I forgot where we were there. Uh, you know, the critiques, the critiques, I, I think they're all pretty fair. They they were fair, yeah. And actually, we forgot to mention ba- Bag of Chips winning as the from the main team. Yeah, yeah. We, we, she was, was hysterical. She was hysterical. It's another piece of badge. I was annoyed, but sure, oh, what can you do? Also, I, they obviously give them to them straight away because the Vivian was wearing her Rue Peter badge mm. throughout the entire episode. I wonder would this be a theme? You know, by episode eight or well, it's a, if you six. don't if you don't have your Rue Peter badge, are you kind of not in the club? You're not a real queen, and you have yeah. to go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Vivian said she'd be selling hers on eBay in five years. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but actually, she deserves to make some money from, from yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. When her Wow Plus Presents uh, TV show doesn't... Cause, doesn't yeah, because they all make so much money from doing that. <laughs> yeah. So then backstage, there's a lot of crying. There was a lot of crying in this episode, because so, it kicked off with Davina... Uh, no, it kicked off... How did, how did we forget the, the something Wong... Um, the the preparate mirror preparation when he was talking about mm. like, not coming out, like not being able to come out to his parents. Again, just made me like him so much more. Just like really kind of, I just, I feel like you just kind of want to give him a hug or, yeah, I, I don't know. I really have warmed to something wrong this week. But him, his whole like storyline talking about how his parents. But he hasn't done it. badly. I yeah. know, but it just, the, 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 there's, you, there's that thing in them. Um, he doesn't really have anything to sort of prove or turn around. Right? Oh, he's, no. He's done really well. I just, in terms of a character on the show, I'm yeah, really, just likeable. Like, I'm just really, yeah, really yeah, attaching likeable. to. Um, but there was, there was a real sense throughout the editing in this episode that he was kind of going to be up for lip sync. Like when he got that little thing where he was talking about the fact his parents had, like didn't want to know about him being gay and how he was having to like shield him from this part of his life like that was all very I understand kind of, that that was oh I wouldn't want to know about him being gay <laughs> <laughs> keep that to yourself I think it's best one. I say that to everybody <laughs> yeah. don't when tell me you're gay don't tell me about your personal life <laughs> don't tell me about yourself in fact please just step back <laughs> <laughs> just wished yes. um, yeah because it started because it was they are asking Scaredy Cat, does her, his parents know that he does drag? Yeah. And did he, he ever get to answer that? I don't think he, he doesn't did. doesn't do drag. Yeah. That was, I, I saw a hilarious thing on Facebook during the week about how someone had a realisation that watching Vinegar Strokes and Gothic Kendall perform their Lip Sync for the Life was the first drag show that that, uh, Scaredy Cat <laughs> had ever been to. <laughs> That's true. No. But, but, right, okay, so, cause, yeah, no, because I'll, I'll probably get in trouble from other people about this because people are so bloody offended by the whole, you know, drag is it. But drag is a performance based thing. You can do all of the look stuff, but there is performance, and there's mm-hmm. no way getting around the fact that drag is about being a character, or a, a, and it doesn't matter what the what the character is. The character can be male, female, can look any way. You know, I think we've all got over the fact that. You know, we've all got our heads round and over the bullshit that drag has to be one type of thing. Mm-hmm. Drag can be anybody doing it, male, female, whatever, and they can they can be dressing up as anything. But the process of drag also is performance yeah, based. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so it, it's really daft to go, oh, I've never performed before. I've never even seen other people do it, but I can do this. Yeah. <sighs> no. But like, you have to wonder what the producers were thinking. Like two people who had never lip synced before 
come on the show. Like whatever about Scaredy Cat being the novelty, being that I've never been to a drag show, which I don't think you should get on if you haven't even been to a drag show. Like imagine going out to Bake Off and you're like, well, I actually That's haven't baked. Thing. That is the big thing. Any idiot, anybody can sit at home and go, I've got on to drag race. I'm going to go and take a sewing class. I'm going to take an acting class. I'm going to take a comedy improv class. A makeup class. A makeup class. And I'm going to start painting my face like I'm in a low rent touring production of the musical Cats. <laughs> she fell down on that one. That's the one she didn't do. Right? <laughs> and I'm going to stop wearing six coats layered on top of each other from the Oxfam shop. Yeah. But. Do you do what you would do to win the show? Mm. Don't go in and just blindly go. Oh no, you, I've never done this before. You know, I don't need to. You don't actually need. Well, you do because you're gone now. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what were they thinking? Putting two people who were such novices in, but yeah. I, again, in a way, I suppose very much not surprising that they both went in the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what my stats said. If you remember from last week, that I is said true. Scary Cat will be gone this week. Do you remember Serena Chacha? Oh, friend of the pod, Serena we, Chacha. We, we hold her dear in our hearts. <laughs> it's all about soft sculpture. It's not. It's not about fashion. It's about soft sculpture. But no, because that is the, the, that. To me, that's not drag, because drag is. It drag has a sense of humor. Drag is like a knowing wink. You have to be in on the joke. Yeah. And even if you're going to do something with drag that's very serious, you still have to have a level of awareness to it. If you're completely unaware of how people are perceiving you, that's wank. Yeah. And that's what I was watching. Yeah. It was a bit yeah. of wank where it was like, you don't, <laughs> you don't get this. Yeah. You don't get that you maybe should have gone to see a drag show <laughs> before you went on to a drag show. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, back when we're untucked, we, the, Vivian and... Cheryl had and her. Vinegar confronts Cheryl and just tell her she's not being herself. She's putting on this act. We get a sort of crying confessional from Cheryl saying, you know, I'm putting on an act. I'm just so overwhelmed, etc., yeah, etc. Et she should get over it really quickly yeah, and then did. it's all gone and there wasn't a big flying, you know, that's something argument. that you, once you realise you're doing it, you can, yeah. of course, yeah. correct quite right. quickly. It's all good. And then who cries then after that? Blue. Blue cries. Blue cries after, after that because she was saying how she was on the main stage. She was saying how she felt like an outsider because mm. all these girls were bonded from working in the UK and she was from away and didn't know people. And then she was unhappy at how she had come across and felt she hadn't given it all to the challenge, um, which I suppose, well, yeah, if that's how she felt. Yeah. Like it has to be crazy overwhelming to be there. Oh, must oh be. So that's absolutely it. Absolutely. I didn't know any one excuse doesn't particularly wash for me. The overwhelming one does. Like, mm. I understand there's a lot of pressure on the line. You're really hard on yourself. But, like, I don't know. The, I didn't know anybody. I was like, Alicia oh, looked beautiful when she was having a human yeah. emotion. <laughs> yeah. She really did. She looked gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. And that's, again, I would have turned to her and been like, I know you're really sad, but you look very good right now. <laughs> Yeah. And that should make you feel like at least a bit better. Important. That's all that really matters when we all, you know. Yeah, it's like at least you're wearing makeup. Yeah. Unlike vinegar. So, Unlike this cat over here that I'm about to kick the living shite out of. Well, talking about kicking the shite out of Scaredy Cat, it's onto the, the lip sync. Would you have chosen Blue and Scaredy Cat as a lip sync? I would not have even, as I said to you, I would not have even pressed play on the CD. I don't know. I think if you have Venus by Bananarama lined up, it would be a crime not to hit play. <laughs> yeah, well, it is one of the greatest 
It is one of the greatest, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, goddess-based songs of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goddess on the mountaintop based song. Yeah. So altitude goddessing. It, yeah, yeah, you just can't beat it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that um, be Cheryl. blue. Well, I thought it was going to be Cheryl. First mm. of all, I had just I felt the way they'd, la- they'd lined it up. It was going to be Cheryl versus Scaredy Cat, and you were going to have one of those kind of Charlie Hyde's versus Trinity the Tuck moments where it was going to be just yeah, see Scaredy Cat being destroyed. Well, kind of like not really knowing what to do by mm-hmm. some of this. But then her and Blue, I actually, I felt like she, you know, for her first ever lip sync for your, well, for her first ever lip sync, I felt like she was throwing a lot at us. I felt she was going for this style that was so strange that it was actually kind of endearing. Oh, you are way more easily pleased than I am. <laughs> Did you notice that Blue was actually doing some of the choreography from the Bananarama video? The punch, punch, kick, kicks and stuff. Punch, punch, kick, kick, turn round and hands down she did that and again any proper homosexual would be like those three steps were from the banana around the video (laughs) Siobhan did that (laughs) I I didn't actually notice notice the punch punch kick kick yeah she did that that's why we need you in for For being older than I ever intended to be (laughs) being of a certain Um, age but in addition to doing a couple of steps from the original um, uh, the the original banana arm video she also attempted some aerial acrobatics which we don't (laughs) That's generous. She was like, I'm going to do something big here and then just threw herself in the ground. That would have been, that, again, that would have been me. Like, my, my trick would have been like going, I'm about to jump here and then literally taking out a sack of oranges and throwing them in front of where I should have landed. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not breaking my knees for this. For a fucking badge. Sorry. No. I Again, I don't, like, it wasn't, a great lip sync overall, I don't think. Would no, you agree? I would, I would, I would agree. I don't think less was... cringy than last week. Yeah, and I think maybe overall slightly better than last week, but not great. Uh, well, I, I think that Blue obviously deserved to win. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like it was, it was no question about. Well, it. my the thing was, she did a good job. She got it right. She did the choreography from the video. She had personality. She needs to go and learn how to do a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> Or something, if, if, you know. If, but she, but the, the, like, there was no doubt. Like, she did really well. Yeah, there was no yeah. doubt. Yeah, no, she did well. I, yeah, yeah. It's just overall <clears throat> a bit disappointed, I think. But I think, if, well, that's then Scaredy does get, uh, does get to sashay away, and I think that kind of there's a little sting in the tail of like, oh, maybe there is something there when she has her like little exit line. Where she's like, oh, not too bad for a first gig. It's like shows like a little trace of that kind of knowing thing that you're talking about. And you need mm. to have in Dragon where you can be a bit more. Oh, please don't tell me that she's a drag queen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's she's one of the ten most instantly recognisable drag queens in all of the UK. <laughs> Using compost to contour. <laughs> It's all about the Extinction Rebellion, you know? Well, listen to me, I think she, she was well aware of her position there and she knew she was the underdog or cat and then, you know, when she's kicked out, she was like, well, look, what can you do? Yeah. So yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So now we've kind of, we've gotten rid of the, the two kind of... Um, mm, crystals. The crystals still there. I, I don't know. Now... Ian forgot about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually, you know, I was going to try and make an excuse and be like, oh, maybe, but no. no. Yeah. We do see she's probably lovely. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah. Pretty lovely. I just feel there. She's probably great, but she should probably do lip sync and like, she's friggin' incredible. I just have those three in my head because they're just weaker personalities and they seem to just get the least camera time. 
But she did impress me this week with her runway. True. Yeah. I didn't, th- I didn't think she was that bad in the acting either. No, I no. looked at her and I thought, well, that dominatrix went to Marks and Spencer's and she got herself a good house coat. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we are at a sewing challenge. Uh, well, yeah, it's like a, a, one of those ones where they have to make stuff out of like random crap. That this they bring is in. where this is where I predict whoever you have as your special guest on next week. I am predicting now that this is where Blue will do absolutely phenomenally well because this is what she does yeah. best. She's uh, unbelievable at this. Okay. She is a creative genius. Who else would you pick for the for the top in in this, in, in, in this challenge? Yeah, next challenge. Um. <clears throat> I would say uh, I'd say something wrong. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. the the looks that 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 she did last. You have to our homemade, yeah, her good thinking outside of the box. I think she. I think there are other ones that probably have stuff made for them, and they have an original idea. Yeah, but I think something wrong is crafty, and blue I know is definitely crafty. crafty. So they will do the best. Cool. Well, thank you for your insight. This, this is very exciting. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> it's very exciting. And normally when you do podcasts, you have to pretend that you've been in a studio, but you guys actually are in a studio. <laughs> yeah. Normally it's somebody's shed. <laughs> and shed is when you're being polite. <laughs> nothing nothing but the best for, for Drag Race yeah, UK. You think of a studio technician and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's been making eyes at me yeah. the entire night? <laughs> <laughs> you could cut the he'll, sexual he'll, tension with a cheese knife. He'll be cutting that out now if he has somebody on the go he doesn't want to get jealous. No. Cut, cut the sexual tension with one of Davina de Campbell's little butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who put 50p in, Bunny? <laughs> Whoa, so there we go. You see, even though we've just spoken about it for an hour, there's going to be so much just whirring around my head that I still need to process. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, like all uh, important and historical events, it takes a while for things to sink in and process. Yeah. And truly, the loss of Scaredy Cat is up there with um, many of the most uh, meh moments of history. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> Goodbye, uh, Scaredy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not disappointed she's gone, no. but sure, look. No, 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 no. no. I'm chuffed that my little Siska and Lass has turned out right. I know. If if they keep going right, then something wrong is sashaying away next week. I'd be sad to see it, but no. Well, this is it. Put we your, will see. Get onto Paddy Power, put your money on, put 50 <laughs> cent on something wrong to go. <laughs> if you didn't get to hear those stats, we do a mini episode in between episodes called The Kiki. There'll be another one out this week, so make sure you check it out. Yeah, keen statistical analysis of where a queen will likely to fall based on where they walked into the workroom. I was, I was wowed. I would wait but someone would have that much time in their hand Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just love maths okay (laughs) thank you for listening you can follow us on Instagram at sissy.pod you can follow Miss Bunny O'Hare at Miss Bunny O'Hare on Instagram um, make sure you like and subscribe recommend to a friend if if you're listening to this and you have a friend who loves Instagram and they're not listening to this podcast you're not being a good yeah, friend. Yeah, no, because Instagram's great for the visuals, but you want to be hearing us, you yeah. know? You want to be hearing us. Um, and also, do please leave us a review because they're super important, we are told. Yeah, five star mm-hmm. is preferred. If I prefer is preferred. Preferred review. Preferred review. But feel free to, you know, you know, we wouldn't tell you which way to think. No. I mean, I'm up for feedback. But yeah. Actually, you're only, you're only allowed to be insulting to me if it's a five-star review. <laughs> yeah. If it's a one-star, you better compliment the shit out of me. Thank you to Leo Dynamic One for our theme music. Thank you to Collaborative Studios for having us. We'll be back to you next week. At some point. <laughs> <laughs>